Okay, first podcast coming off a loss ever. Should I retire it? No, we're going to do it anyway, I guess. We'll try to. 74-68, to St. John's loses to BYU to fall to 3-1 on the season in a really, really boring, unenergetic, lethargic-type performance from St. John's. Coming off a whirlwind game against Boston College where energy was off the charts, we just didn't have that today. A lot of that... You can say it goes back to making shots and the energy that gets created from that. But we cannot rely on our offense creating energy. We have to rely on our defense and our energy creating our offense. And today, we were a step slow. First half, we were a step slow almost everywhere. Aside from Greg Williams, who had a few really nice defensive possessions, diving for loose balls, getting in the passing lanes, everyone else was a step, a step slow on defense. And on offense, it was me, me, me. Moore came out, shot... Uh, three or four threes in the first half. I uh, did hit the first one, and he got trigger happy. The sh- shot selection kind of, um, kind of snowballed from there. Everyone was trying to get theirs, Marcellus especially. And I mean, I was super high on Marcellus coming in this year. I don't by any means think we should write him off, but he has played like crap for the most part, and uh, he doesn't get many foul calls. And I keep going back to that, but he he needs to be able to get himself in a groove other ways besides seeing his shot go in because it's just not going in. We were not getting any offensive rebounds. I thought that would be a staple of this team this year, and we're not really going after the boards that hard. And that's another way we can create extra opportunities, and this team needs those extra opportunities. Uh, if we're shooting you know, quick early shots, we can at least try to get on the glass. And oftentimes that's why we're not on the glass, because those, those shots early in the shot clock were not set. We got no one underneath. We didn't see much activity out of Toro or Roberts or many minutes out of those guys tonight. And the times they were in, we didn't really see much. Um, I'd love to see Roberts get going because his athleticism is something that can go with our tempo. He doesn't seem to have either Coach Anderson's favor favor or um, the confidence right now. And Toro doesn't seem like the perfect fit for the up-tempo style. I think we haven't seen you know, what he's fully capable of. What that is, I don't know. But I think it's more than what we've seen. At least I hope so. Um, Julian Champagny was maybe the lone bright spot, 10 for 20, 25 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, just really smooth out there, knows where he can get to and knows where he can get his shot off, he can kind of shoot his shot from the standstill, from the catch and shoot, off one dribble, and get to the rim and kind of finish in a multitude of ways through contact with either hand, and he's and he's rounding into a, a solid offensive player it seems, which is key, because as you can tell, the guys we do have who are capable of scoring are also very capable of having off nights. Uh, Cole didn't never really got it going two for six, over two from three. So he's only made one three since that five for six opening night game. And a lot of people, a lot of fans I saw were really quick to pull the trigger on him being the best three-point shooter we ever had. He's, I think he'll be fine. I think he'll start to make some more at a better clip than he has his three games since. But I think he'll will realize, you know, Guys are streaky. Guys have good and bad games in college, and we can't crown them or, you know, bury guys after one or two games. That's why I think Erlington, Moore, as bad as they shot tonight, there'll be games where they get 12 to 15 points, and it's those things, those um, shots they're making that will allow us to beat teams maybe we shouldn't beat. So while it's frustrating as all hell when they have games like this, and absolutely they need to learn to slow it down and not take those shots, and Coach Anderson needs to – you know, teach them and, and 
provide some lessons as to why those shots are not the shots they should be taking, and I'm sure he will. But there will be games when they they shoot us into games. Posh tonight, uh, you know, didn't didn't have a great game, but battled like hell. You don't have to you know worry about him giving in the effort. Had uh, four points, seven assists, six rebounds, kind of all over the place. Uh, Greg Williams, solid, just uh, quiet. In a game like this where we didn't really get our energy going, he was too quiet. You know, it's when everyone else has quality games going on and the team's playing well and Greg can have one of those quiet, good games like he did against Boston College, it's awesome. But tonight, his quiet game, 10 points, five rebounds, three assists, I think we need a little bit more. You know, be aggressive. Be the guy who will go take that that drive, take the opportunity, go get us that shot uh, to really get the team going. Don't just do it when the game's going well. Do it all the time. You don't have to tell them to do that on the defensive end, but on the offensive end, I think he's really got to understand he's one of the top guys. You know, we need consistent scoring and consistent attacking from him. Uh, Dylan Wusu, again, the kid is more impressive each each game. Eight points, five rebounds. Uh, I'm sorry, eight points, two rebounds, two assists, five fouls. So he fouled out again, but he's active. He's aggressive. He's not scared. Um, I think you can tell the team knows that he he under, he thinks he's uh, where he's supposed to be, you know, that he belongs and that he should be getting minutes. And up to this point, he's proven that. So I wouldn't be surprised if he starts next game because he seems to really fit the Anderson mold and he's been battling and he's been playing better each game. And a couple of the starters today didn't really have their best games. And he likes to change up their the starting lineup from time to time. So I wouldn't be surprised if Wusu makes it to the next game. He could have used uh, Dunn tonight, obviously, just for the sh- sake of another player. But uh, his creativity, getting to the rim, maybe could have opened up some things. His defense on the perimeter could have opened up some things, which brings me to my real first negative on defense. Our rotations were so slow. We did not get out on shooters. We uh, allowed too many easy looks off kickouts from the inside. And it, I know that Harms is a seven-footer. And you got to give him attention, but I would have liked to see us have him try to beat us himself a little bit more as opposed to helping early and letting him skip out. And it's not the easiest in the world. BYU is a, a very good passing team, and obviously we saw what they can do with open shots. But defensively, our effort on getting out on shooters was not there. We got beat in the press, and we didn't sprint back, and we gave up some open shots. If we're not causing more disruption in, in the backcourt, then the energy in the, in the half court seems to you know, suffer, and that's when teams can really exploit us, and that's worrisome because, you know, college teams, guards aplenty, they give them time to prepare, and they can beat the press, you know, so if we can't get stops in the half court, obviously, like any team, that will be a struggle. Tonight, let's see what we did on the, uh, in terms of the turnover battle, because I'm not sure how many turnovers we forced in the first half. Well, BYU did have 19 turnovers, so we forced quite a bit of turnovers, um, but it didn't really seem to translate to points early on. We don't. I can't really remember an easy basket we had in the half court. We got some easy dunks on transition. We got some uh, putbacks. But I can't remember an, an easy half court basket. They were all drives from the perimeter. They were all either you know fast break leak outs or an open perimeter shot. But I can't remember an easy two point basket. And we need some of those, you know, just to keep things churning. I thought that's where Erlington would really come into play, but he's 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 rushing around the basket. He's not getting the calls, and, he, and it's frustrating him, and now he's just forcing things. And it's certain the offense altogether. Um, the refing in this game, I'll just say, BYU didn't commit a foul until the 7-minute and 40-second mark in the first half. It's like, I swear refs 
they go into a game saying either we're going to call a bunch in the first 10 minutes or we're not going to call any in the first 10 minutes, and you can't convince me otherwise. But uh, that's not what costs us the game, um, but the energy, I think. You know, it's tough. It's tough without those fans. I'm sure it's a whole different atmosphere. you got to kind of create your own en- energy, and I think tonight was the first time we saw that where the guys just didn't have the juice, which is tough to understand. You know, being 3-0 and a chance to beat a very beatable BYU, te- BYU team to go to 4-0 and have a nice, really solid start to the season, and they didn't seize the opportunity. And they had many opportunities throughout the game to kind of get over that hump, and they didn't they didn't take advantage of it, and that's just frustrating. Uh, a couple of those big blunders, like the Moore goal tent. Late in the game, we were down uh, six. Had nice defensive possession. They put up a wild layup. Wasn't going to go in, and he swatted it way too late, way on the way down to give him a basket, push it to eight. And then when we were down four points late, Julian obviously not getting that box out in the free throw hurt. Uh, for momentum's sake, I think they only hit one free throw after, but still for momentum's sake, it hurt us big time. We... Uh, took so many poor shots. That's the story of the game on offense. Poor shot selection, quick shot selection, and on defense, lack of energy. But we will survive to see another day. I'm not, I don't think we should, you know, jump off any cliffs. I don't think we should rush to throw any of these players away. I think we'll see these guys improve. You know, that's why we trust Coach Anderson. At least that's why I do. We'll get back to the, you know, the drawing board. We'll work out some kinks, and these guys will improve. It's not going to be, you know, an overnight success. We're not going to go undefeated this year. We all knew that. Doesn't make it any easier to lose a game we could have won, but I'm not ready to say, you know, screw all these guys and and, and I'm done with them. I think what we saw tonight, we'll see a few times throughout the year. I don't think it will be the story on, you know, the uh, on most occasions. I think our energy will usually be good, and I think if we're, we're going to lose, it's going to be because we can't get shots to fall. It's not going to be because we got out hustled and we didn't have what it takes, you know, on, on the guts side of things, if you will. But we will uh, see how this happens. I will, you know, another thing I'll point out, second half, Coach Anderson, again, didn't call a timeout until two minutes left in the game. I'd like to see him use those a little more. You know, everyone's got their own approach. That's just my personal thought. Could have stopped some momentum, you know, drawn up some things, maybe set up some pressures just or some trap situations with those timeouts. I know you want to use them late, have them late. But that's twice now, second half, where things weren't going our way during times, and he held on those timeouts. Um, but he is the coach, and he gets paid the big bucks, and he's never had a losing season, so who the hell am I? I'm Pat Kane, and this is the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. After the outro music, I'll post my halftime thoughts that I had. I'll leave those in there because I made a prediction, and it was completely wrong, so you'll be able to hear that. Um, until the next time, guys, thanks for joining. Peace. <laughs>
um, and that's unfortunate because it seems like one of them is on the floor for most times, and they usually are capable of getting a decent look at the basket. They just got to be a little bit more selective and know that it, every time they touch the ball, does that mean it's time to shoot it. Um, McGriff, another person who's guilty of a bad, um, of taking at least one bad shot, that pull-up jumper was brutal. He did, however, box out Harms, the seven-foot-two guy in Purdue who's soft as toilet paper. Um, he's not really killing us. I mean, we are focusing him a lot, focusing a lot of attention to him on rebounds, but it's not him in particular who's killing us. Or those slow on rotations, knocking the 50-50 balls, giving them one or two uh, extra possessions where they they really um, took advantage and uh, hit some threes and some unfortunate uh, times for us. Uh, Cole, offensively right now, I think he's um, he's two for three, um, over one from three. But he he's just not he doesn't seem like he's in the rhythm he was two games ago. Maybe it's you know, getting used to playing with Champagne, maybe it's just a team overall, maybe it's just a case by case situation, but he's not doing those things he was he's not he's not as energetic away from the basketball. But when it's one on one he can get a decent look, whether it's you know, a fadeaway or a turnaround or something going towards the basket, he can get you a decent look at the basket. Greg Williams one for three, does have four rebounds, does have a bunch of um, nice defensive plays, uh, five points, two steals. When he f when he goes to the rim and he's determined to get there, he can get there um, or, or get fouled. Did you guys know that BYU didn't commit a foul until seven minutes and 43 seconds left in the game, the first half, after all those fouls called yesterday? It's like sometimes refs just go out there and decide today is going to be a day we don't call fouls for the first 10 minutes of the game, and you can't convince me otherwise. Anyway, I digress. Erlington, can we get him a foul call? Or just, you know, Arlington, maybe you got to be a little more selective yourself. All right, they're not going to bail you out, but still, I think he's got fouled a few times. So the key bad points, poor shot selection, not uh, being energetic on defense, not hustling for loose balls. Um, what else? The two or the one two two press is what we we're trying to get into. It's not easy when you're not scoring, but we also weren't very effective in the, in the times we were able to set it up. They got by our front line, and then they got some good looks. When it was 12-12 to at the under-12-minute timeout, three straight times they beat the press and hit mid-range jumpers. You know, that's not exactly terrible shots to begin up against the press, but they were good looks. They were open mid-range jumpers, and they made us pay 18-12. to And then from there, they kind of held us at bay, the 6-9 to point range. And right now, like I said, we're down six points, going into half number two, quick stack glance. Vince Cole, four points. Julian Champagne, seven points. He's three for six. Champagne. Um, Greg Williams, five points. Posh has not scored. He's got two turnovers, three rebounds, and assists. No steals, but he has been active on the defensive end trying. He just hasn't uh, been as effective getting to the hole. The bench didn't do much of anything. Josh Roberts had some decent energy. Uh, he's just not the offensive presence. Um, Carrier, nothing. Dylan Wusu was a little bit more out of control, trying to be a little more aggressive, I thought, and it, it, it didn't really turn out to be the best for him, but still, I think he might make a play or two in the second half. Overall, down six, not in a terrible spot. I think if we just pick up the energy, focus a little bit more on that side of it, get us going on the offensive end because of that energy, obviously this is probably what everyone's going to say our defense will get our offense going because that's what it is stop being a little bit more me 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 my time on offense and i think this is a game we'll win
My prediction at half, guys. And this is at 6.02 p.m. I promise you, my prediction is we will win by seven points. I'm going 71. I'm sorry. I'm going 68 to 61. Johnny's. Book it. See you after the game.